Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 14th episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I am a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is Choices. An open mic question and answer period will be provided toward the end of this half-hour show, so call 646-564-966. Six, seven, during the live pod, this live podcast to ask your question. That's 646-564-9667. First, I want to share my life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be present, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my joy, make a difference, and be a role model to bring awareness to others that by changing some of their internal beliefs and judgments, they can also make a difference in the world. My ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality, through the awakening, awareness, and action of its people in transforming our beliefs about each other and the earth. I'm not alone in having this goal of peace on earth, but my approach is a bit different. I am enlightening the earth from within, During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. In the last episode, Ask Your Questions, we had an open mic Q&A session where people asked about changes in their lives. In each case, the answer lies within each of you in what you want, what gives you joy and happiness. Pursue your dreams of having all aspects of your life filled with love and joy. Now, to this week's episode, Choices. What did you have for breakfast? Was it your usual breakfast? Or did you have to choose from two or more options? If you didn't choose, why do you always have the same breakfast? Do you not want to make a choice? Well, just so you recognize that always having the same breakfast is a choice you make every morning. You understand that there were many options of breakfast from which to choose, but you choose one breakfast and stick with it. You don't get bored with the breakfast because you know that you always have other choices available to you. However, what if I told you that you only have one choice of breakfast and you are stuck with that breakfast for the rest of your life? Do you think you would get bored, tired, sick, or sick and tired of that breakfast? Why? Because you have no other choice. We are faced with making hundreds, even thousands of choices every day when to get up, how to sleep, whether to choose a set routine or different each day, and so forth. Choices make life interesting. Lack of choices 
is boring. The reduction of choices, the limitations on freedom, and the imposition of routine are ways to describe a prison. You can choose to live your life as if you were in a prison and under the direction of others, or you can choose to eat whatever you want for breakfast. You want ice cream? Eat ice cream. With choices comes the results, outcomes, and consequences of those choices. For example, if you choose to only eat ice cream, you accept the potential risk of developing diabetes, gaining weight, losing muscle tone, and causing your body suit to cannibalize itself for the protein it needs to maintain itself. If you are aware of the outcomes and continue to eat only ice cream, then that is your choice. Smoking is a prime example of choosing to continue an activity that has been medically demonstrated to have a long list of possible outcomes, most of which are painful and result in an early death. You may choose to continue smoking despite or in spite of the major health warnings. Perhaps you think the warnings don't apply to you. Perhaps you don't care. Or perhaps it's too difficult to stop smoking. Those are all choices, and each choice comes with its own set of outcomes. Some people smoke all their life and live to a healthy old age. Many people don't. A major part of living is to recognize that you always have choices. They may all be undesirable choices, so you choose the least undesirable choice. They may all be great choices, like hundreds of types of ice cream, so you choose what appeals to you most at that moment. Occasionally, there is an obvious beneficial choice and an obvious detrimental choice. Depending on your beliefs, feelings, thoughts, and mindset, you may actually choose the detrimental choice for any number of reasons. For example, you're on your way to an exercise class that you believe is beneficial to your health. And a friend comes up to you saying she is going to the ice cream parlor and asks if you want to go along. Which do you choose? I would probably choose the ice cream parlor because I like ice cream. It would be fun. I like being with my friend. And I believe that one scoop of ice cream and missing one exercise class wouldn't affect my health that much. How about you? Be honest with yourself. Most of the choices we make are for the benefits those choices present as outcomes, but some choices are fear-based. Why? I admit I would choose to not bungee jump off a bridge because falling has never been anywhere on my bucket list. The rope might break. I might be injured from the sudden stop and jerk back up from the bungee cord, and I think it is a totally worthless experience. Those who have bungee jumped find it exhilarating, life-affirming, fun, and exciting. Even with that additional information, if I were faced with a choice, I would still choose to not bungee jump. That is my choice. What's yours? Preferences. Hmm. Often I'm looking for the right action to take, forgetting that there is no right or wrong only preferences. 
When a situation arises where there is a fork in the road, consider all options and their outcomes and choose the option that brings you joy. We always have choices, sometimes even more than two choices. Our beliefs and fears bias the projected and often actual outcomes of each option, sometimes making none of the options joyful or bringing us happiness. Addressing the underlying beliefs and fears, the old tapes with alternatives, options, more information and determination can often make one of the options stand out as having the most beneficial outcome. What is keeping you from making what may seem an obvious choice? What fears and beliefs are eliminating options, leaving you with the feeling of having no options at all? Although some scenarios have one option that seem obvious, most situations don't have an obvious option. Investigate the but, the immediate but that's placed after describing the option. I would go bungee jumping, but. Are the buts based on actual evidence or examples? Or are they based on fear and old beliefs? Does one option appeal to you with the but, the only thing standing in your way? Investigate the but, overwrite the old tapes, and perhaps open up options that were previously closed off to you. Why am I here now? Many of us see a world in chaos, people divided and polarized, the earth crumbling beneath us. We wonder why we ever chose this time to be here. Why couldn't we have picked a peaceful, beautiful period in Earth's history? Well, let's think about that peaceful, beautiful period. Imagine you are lying on the beach, a white, sandy beach, comfortably on a blanket, in a cot, on a bed, or a recliner. The sun is shining. There's not a cloud in the sky. You have a sun umbrella and a cool breeze. The ocean lulls you with its perennial soft surf sounds. Lazy waves lap on shore. It is a perfect, idyllic scene. You have everything you need. Water, food, toilet nearby. You could stay here forever. Peaceful, serene, nothing to do, nothing to fear, no needs, no wants. You have everything right here forever. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? You're relaxed, not a worry in the world. All is peaceful, a true heaven on earth. Can you get into it? Can you relax into it? Can you feel it? Hear the soft waves, smell the refreshing salt air, see the beauty all around you, and taste the delicious food and beverages you have at your fingertips? Not a care in the world, no deadlines, nothing you need to do. How long would you enjoy this serene existence? How long can you relax in the peace? How long can you live in paradise? Forever? Really? Think about that. After a few weeks or a few days or even a few hours, wouldn't you start to get bored? Never, you say. I would never get be bored living in a life of luxury, peace, serenity, and beauty. In fact, it's your dream to live like that. Really? Think about your body, your muscles atrophying doing, due to the lack of movement. 
Okay, so I'll walk around on the beach occasionally. Think about your brain wasting away due to lack of use. Okay, so I'll read a book. Think about the lack of stimulating conversations with others. Okay, so I'll have some close friends nearby. Think about the other terrain you are missing, the mountains, the streams, the lakes, the forest. Okay, okay, I'll have mountains on one side of me going down to the ocean. On the other side, I'll have a forest with a stream coming from the lake behind me. All right? Congratulations, you have just described the Oregon coast or any number of other coastal beaches. Do you see that in order to continue to enjoy your never-ending peaceful day at the beach, you had to continue to add to the initial scenario? Do you see that you had to create more in your vision than what you started with? Do you see that you are not satisfied with just being in a peaceful, beautiful place? You added things like mountains, a forest, a stream, a lake, a book. You added people, your friends, and you added events, walking on the beach, turning around to see the lake, to make your life more interesting, less boring. Consider the possibility that you don't really want to live in a peaceful, beautiful place forever. You want to live in a vibrant, active place full of new experiences, new challenges, and lots of choices. You want to live in a place that changes, that moves, that gives you something new each day. You don't want Groundhog Day forever. Now, Think about the world we live in today. Some of us will see it as too chaotic, too different from the serene beach scenario. Some will see it as too depressing, focusing on the suffering of people all over the world. Some will see it as too frustrating, with so much going wrong and no way to change it. Some will look only for the good, trying hard not to see the suffering. Most of us fear for the world we live in, fear the changes, fear for the kind of future toward which we are heading. Where do you fit? What do you see? How do you feel? To most of us, what we see and feel in this world now is exactly why we ask the question, why am I here now? Let's return to our original scenario the endless sunny day at the beach. You were not happy with the original scenario, so you changed it. You added mountains, a stream, a lake, other people. You probably added different kinds of food and beverages. Perhaps you expanded the beach as you walked to see rock formations in addition to the pristine white sandy beach. You added people and books for stimulation. You made your scenario one in which you could live forever. Now, we are here, in this world, at this time, experiencing this current situation, and we are not happy with this scenario. So, what can we do to change it? What can we add or remove that will increase our happiness with where we are living now? Ah, uh, you might think, 
but the serene beach was merely a scenario in my mind. This is real. This is reality, and you can't change reality. Oh, well, if that is your belief, then you certainly are unable to change anything. However, I want you to remember the gifts you were given when you entered this space and time. Love, joy, and all manner of positive self-attributes. If your gifts are still buried, I ask you to uncover your gifts and also to remember that you are source. There are unlimited choices you can make to change this world, which is also source. You are source. This world is source. Start with love. You are filled with fear now. Fear coming at you from all fronts. Fear of losing your health, your job, your possessions. Fear of the people who are suffering each day. Even fear for the earth. Apply your source-given gift of love to gradually replace every fear with love. Knowing, remembering that you are source. Choose to express your love toward everything you see, do, feel, and think. Don't feed the fear in others. Nourish others with the love you share as you all are source. Believe in yourself. Believe in your ability to choose to replace fear with love in every situation you encounter. Think differently. Choose differently. React differently. Act differently. Think, choose, react, and act from a place of power as source. Why are you here now? To create change in the world you see and experience. To exercise your power to change your beliefs and change the world. To stop thinking of yourself as small, powerless, and at the mercy of forces greater than you. Recognize that there are no forces greater than source, of which you are a part. Express your love, your joy, your self-worth, and all of your other positive self-attributes to choose to change the earth for the better. Join other inhabitants of earth who all have replaced their limited beliefs with new beliefs and choices benefiting ourselves as the source we are. There exists an infinite number of dimensions in an infinite number of universes. With each choice we make, we move to another dimension that is either closer to or farther from our dream, goal, and purpose. That is how the Earth and our universe can change in an instant. Neil Donald Walsh brought up the concept of a combination lock. With each click signaling the correct next digit of the combination. We don't know the full combination, and we don't even know how many digits are in the combination, but we can hear the click 
when we get the next one in sequence. We continue to make choices that we believe will lead us to our goal of world peace, and we listen for each next click. Let's look at this week's tools, activities, and summary. Tools. Be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two, we are all one as source. We are all pure energy wearing a bodysuit for our adventure and physicality on playground earth. Replace Three, replace fear with love, knowing that we are all source. Four, you always have choices. Choose what brings you joy and happiness. Five, by changing within, we become the change in the world. And six, we are all part of the global shift in consciousness that is occurring now. Activities. One, envision the earth as a giant playground in which we all play, as pure energy beings having a physical experience. In every situation, explore all your options and choose an option that brings you joy and happiness. Follow that choice through its result and outcome. Did it bring joy? Was it a short-term joy or a long-term joy? Learn from each experience. Two, imagine no longer living in fear. Imagine seeing everyone as us. Imagine being calm, knowing we are source energy in a bodysuit of our own creation, on a playground earth of our own creation, within the multiple universes of source's creation. Think of three. Think about what choices a love-based world would provide. What would you love doing that brings you joy and is of service to others? How would the world appear if everything and everyone were viewed from love instead of fear? Summary. We must awaken from the dream that we are victims of this world. We created this world from love and joy. We can return this world to love and joy when we remember we are all one as source. Two, to change the world, we change our beliefs, attitudes, thoughts, actions, and reactions from within ourselves as pure source energy surrounding a bodysuit. Three, choose to replace fear with love in every situation. Four, your life is a series of choices. Examine each choice and choose the one that brings you joy and happiness. Learn from each experience, whether the result was what you had hoped for or not. And five, The global shift to peace on earth is occurring now. We can choose to take part in the transformation. 
so far no one has called in. If you want to ask a question, uh, please call in at 646-564-9667. At 646-564-9667. If you have a question, want to make a comment, um, I will open the mic and, and listen to it. Because no one had called in, I kept talking, um, but uh, I plan to do this on every episode. And depending on how many call in, I will stop my normal um, podcast earlier so that I can answer everyone's questions. So please call in um, starting tomorrow and next week and just ask any questions you have. I will make sure that there is enough time for everyone to get their question answered. You are welcome to visit my website at jocalk.com. That's J-O-C-A-L-K.com. Under the podcaster menu item, click on the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey link. I have added a bibliography of books that have inspired me and that resonate with my beliefs. I have also added new pages containing the text of the previous podcast and will add the text of this podcast for you to review as you wish. In addition, Blog Talk Radio has recorded, saved, and makes available all the episodes of this Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast series, so you can replay an episode whenever you choose. Please visit www.blogtalkradio, all one word, dot com, forward slash living a dream, all one word, to see the list of episodes and listen to those that have been recorded, or to listen to a new podcast as it is being broadcast. If you have a question or comment, you can also contact me at joe at joecalk.com. That's J O at sign J-O hyphen C-A-L-K dot com. I look forward to hearing from you. Our next podcast is the 12 major concepts. This is where we review the foundation of our spiritual awakening. There will be a Q&A open mic session um, toward the middle or end of the episode for any questions or comments. So be sure to call in early so that I can see that you are waiting with questions and I will stop the uh, podcast to answer the questions uh, early. I hope you will join me here next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific U.S. time, 7 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, this is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all us dreamers on our transformational journey.